The kick is good. Peterson breaks one tackle, changes direction, and here is Peterson driving to the end zone. Great Scott! Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's... Who the hell are you? You know. You all know exactly who I am. Say my name. Do what? Say my name. Erroneous! Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! Alright! Hey everybody! Welcome in! You're listening to the ErroneousSports.com podcast. I am your host, Aaron May, the Erroneous One, and welcome to the inaugural kickoff show. We're coming at you live from the dining room table where we eat fantasy football for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then we wash it down with some championships. Again, this is the inaugural kickoff show, if you will, for the ErroneousSports.com podcast. I'm your host, Aaron May, and we're looking forward to a great season. We got week one starting tonight between Kansas City and New England, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I just want to welcome you all in. It's been a, a grind in this offseason, trying to get this thing together, trying to get all the information out there, all that free content for everybody, and I just want you to take advantage of it, okay? If you haven't, visit the website, erroneoussports.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-E-O-U-S, sports.com. And this show, it's going to evolve. I'm going to tell you it's pretty basic right now. We're going to get better. We're going to improve. We're going to have some guests, all right, some special guests, some MVPs joining us. Uh, and to keep up with everything, it's best to follow us on our social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all at Erroneous Sports, A-A-R-O-N-E-O-U-S, sports.com. Now, we got a great show today, all right, since it is kickoff week, and those week one lineups, I think those are the toughest lineups to set, because we really don't know for sure, other than the studs, you know, your David Johnsons, your Le'Veon Bells, who's, who's going to get started, what their role is going to be, and how productive they're going to be for your fantasy team. So I'm here to try to ease you in, you know, make that transition into the regular season a little bit, uh, a little bit easier. Um, so let's uh, let's kick this off, okay? The week one must owns for me in each matchup. Tonight's matchup: Chiefs Patriots. I know it's impossible. It's really hard to predict what the Patriots are going to do. They keep everybody on their toes. Uh, especially in that backfield, it's crowded. It could be anybody on any given week. And this week, I think it's Rex Burkhead, okay? The running back, they brought him in from Cincinnati. The guy's explosive. He's talented. He's got great hands. I really like the way he's looked in the preseason. He's back healthy. And uh, I know the Chiefs' defense is very solid. Their secondary is one of the best in the league, in my opinion. And so, I mean... they're going to be covering Hogan. They're going to be looking for Gronk. Gronk, and I mean, he's tough to cover. He's probably going to have a pretty solid game. You know, the Patriots, I think, are going to come out strong. But Rex Burkhead, Rex Burkhead's going to be open underneath. Tom Brady's going to find him. We know he can make plays. And I think he's going to be the one tonight. Oh, excuse me. In that New England backfield. On the other side of the ball, I like Tyreek Hill in this one. A lot of people are talking about Tyreek Hill's not going to have a big game. Don't start Tyreek Hill. I'm going against the grain. I'm going to say start him, okay? The Patriots love taking away 
the biggest threat from their opponent. They love doing it. Everybody knows. I'm not breaking new ground here. I'm not blowing your mind. If I am, well, now you know. So the threat to me is Travis Kelsey in this offense, okay? The guy had a great season last year. I think for a while there, he was averaging over about 100 yards a game there at the end of the season. And they're going to want to take Alex Smith out of his dink and dunk comfort zone. That's just the way it's going to be. I mean, they'll be able to manage the rookie running back, Kareem Hunt. Okay, he's going to have a decent game because of volume. But the Patriots' top-grade run defense is probably going to be able to manage the rookie. I mean, Tyree Kill, he's fastest, one of the fastest guys in the league. He's diverse. He's all over the field. You know, they're putting him in everywhere. And I think he can make an impact while the defense is locking down Kelsey in the run game and trying to keep that contained in this one. Uh, moving on, next matchup I want to go through here is this one's going to be a little stale. Okay, Both these teams are kind of kind of been unloading. It's a rebuilding year. I'm talking about the Bills and I'm talking about the Jets. It's, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be grimy, but there are still a couple little gems in there. I mean, we'll start with the Bills because they really have more players, I guess, that would be options. But I'm going to say Zay Jones in this one, okay? Like I said, the Bills have been unloading all their talent. And they sent Sammy Watkins to L.A. Uh, they got rid of Darby. It's just they're just uh, not setting themselves up to win now, this year. And Zay Jones, coming out of college, is a prolific receiver. Broke the record for receptions in college last season. And... I think since winning's not the priority, they'll want to get their future stars quality reps in live game situations. And yep, it's going to be gross, but Zay Jones, I think he's going to get you some some fantasy output if you're stuck in this kind of unfavorable situation here with the Bills. And moving on with the Jets, I mean, Matt Forte's there. If he's healthy, he'll get some reps, uh, but he he's old. And Bilal Powell is probably the only guy on the Jets that I would want to own, and I generally tell people don't own Jets this year. Bilal Powell is very talented running back. He's a good pass catcher, and he's going to get usage, and usage is what you want in fantasy football, regardless of whether the team wins or loses, but I just don't see a whole lot of production coming out of the Jets this year. So if you have to, start Bilal Powell. He's going to be your best bet on that side of the ball in this one to me. All right, moving on. Let's go Jaguars versus the Texans. Okay, this should be a pretty decent little matchup here. I mean, the Jaguars have struggled. You know, they got the Blake Bortles situation. Oof, it's a little rough. But so who I like because of Blake Bortles on this side of the ball is Leonard Fournette in this game. Okay, now Houston's defense is great. They've got one of the best defenses in the NFL. But Blake Bortles has just been awful awful i mean they're gonna want to take the game off of blake bortles shoulders and i think that's where fournette's volume is going to come from okay he's going to get a ton of touches they don't want bortles airing it out okay they don't want to have turnovers they're going to give the ball to fournette and he's going to pound the rock and volume is going to be his saving grace he might not score 50 fantasy points 30 fantasy points but he will be a viable option start him with confidence on his volume because volume is king volume is king in my opinion and on the other side of the ball 
I want to keep it on the ground, and I want to take a look at Lamar Miller. Okay, Houston against the Jaguars, honestly, should be in a winning game script. They should. And they're going to want to minimize their mistakes to not let the Jaguars try to slip one past them and steal this, steal this game. Because they can do that. You know, Bortles, the, the garbage man there in garbage time, he, he can get it done under pressure. We've seen him do it. So they're going to want to minimize their mistakes. And I think that, again, a volume play with Lamar Miller. They're going to keep giving him the rock. He's going to pound it. Jaguar secondary is strong, and they're going to be on the ground here. Give me Lamar Miller in this one. Moving on, we got the Steelers, and we got the Browns. Now, no one sees Cleveland winning this one. Deshaun Kaiser, the rookie quarterback, looked pretty good in the preseason. He's got a good connection, it seems, with Corey Coleman, who I really like. Talented receiver. He's got good pedigree. But the guy I want in the Cleveland offense for this one is Duke Johnson. Looked amazing this preseason. They're going to be putting him in the slot, are the reports coming out of Cleveland. And I think it's great. I think he's going to have a big year. I think he's a huge sleeper. And I think it starts here with the Steelers. Okay, uh, Their defense is great. And they're going to win this game. Okay, that's just the way it's going to be. Pending a miracle, they're going to win this game, and they're going to get want to minimize the errors, and the Browns are going to be trailing. Okay, so Crowell, he's not going to be getting, he's not going to be getting uh, the handoffs like he should, and I think it's just a great scenario for Duke. He's going to be out of the slot. He's going to be in on third down, which they're going to be in a lot, and he's going to get those dump off passes. Kaiser's going to want to get rid of the ball. Give me Duke Johnson on the other side of the ball. It's obvious. I know it's obvious. But Le'Veon Bell is going to have a huge game. He's going to be back. And do we need to go? He's a megastar. Do we need to go into it? I think if you have Le'Veon Bell, you're starting him regardless. But he's the guy in this one. Okay. Cardinals, Lions. Let's talk about the Cardinals. And let's talk about the Lions. Now, David Johnson's looking to eclipse 1,000 yards receiving this season. And the Cardinals, you know, they've expressed publicly wanting to get him there. They want to get him to those 1,000 those yards receiving and the 1,000-yard rushing. That would be awesome. So start David Johnson. Don't get me wrong. When I'm talking about these, I'm saying these are the guys I think are going to have a great impact. But start your studs. Always do it. David Johnson, you took him first overall or second overall. You got to start him. And... But I think if he's going to get to that 1,000-yard receiving mark, who's going to get him there? Carson Palmer. And this matchup is looking like a shootout to me, okay? Both teams are going to be scoring a lot, and David Johnson is the Arizona offense. He's a touchdown machine, and he's going to catch some passes in this one. They've got the speedy options at wide receiver with the Brown twins, but... Give me DJ. Give me Carson Palmer to DJ. Stack it. Let's go. Locked and loaded. Okay. On the other side of the ball, uh, I like Amir Abdullah, actually. Going a little reverse here. There's going to be a lot of passing touchdowns from Stafford or attempts. Okay. We won't guarantee him the touchdowns. That Cardinals backfield's pretty tough. Now, the Lions love Abdullah, and he saw a ton of usage in his limited preseason action. Arizona's front, I mean, it's not quite what it's been in the past. 
But I believe Detroit is going to try to commit to run a little bit more this year since Abdullah is healthy and they have confidence in his abilities. He's a talented running back. I think they're going to want to keep the ball on the ground a little bit more than they have in the past. And I think he could have a huge game on the ground and through the air in this one. Catch the Cardinals off guard and start Amir Abdullah. Okay? Bucks Dolphins due to Hurricane Irma, has been moved to week 11, so they're not going to be playing this week. No really need to break that down. Uh, all my prayers and thoughts going to all those being affected by Irma and will that will be affected by Irma. Uh, I myself am down here in Tampa Bay, so we're battening down the hatches. Going to ride it out. Hopefully we can keep power, watch those games on uh, Sunday, get the NFL red zone. Uh, so let's move on, though. Falcons versus the Chicago Bears. Okay, one of my favorite teams is Chicago Bears after the Buccaneers, of course. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm an avid Buccaneers fan. Siege the day. Falcons Buck, uh, Falcons Bears, excuse me. Uh, kind of another obvious one here, but I'm going Devonta Freeman for the Falcons. I mean, yeah, I know he's coming off the concussion, but he's going to be fresh. He's going to be ready. And he's going to pick up where he left off. And that's two back-to-back -back seasons of 1,000 yards rushing. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL and has been in fantasy football for the majority of his career. The Bears' defense is respectable, but Freeman, I think, is going to be one of the best starts at running back all year at this position. So start him with confidence and watch out for those explosive 30-40 point games he's capable of. Uh, on the Bears' side of the ball... Now, Kristen, um, excuse me, Cameron Meredith went down, and it kind of left them dry. They got Kevin White, who really ha we haven't seen anything from, and then you've got Kendall Wright, who, watching the tape of the games, Glennon targeted Kendall Wright a lot in this preseason, and he does have that first round talent. Uh, he got drafted in the first round, and I know he's not going to have. All right, he's not going to have that high ceiling play. He's not going to be a wide receiver one for your team. And, but he's going to get a lot of targets from the slot. He's going to play out of the slot, and he's going to get a ton of targets from Glennon, who wants to keep his job because Trubisky's looked pretty good, and if he starts making mistakes, you know, they might pull him. So Glennon's going to want to stay solid. He's going to look for Kendall right in the slot, and they're going to have to pass the ball on this one. Okay, because the Falcons' offense is a scoring machine, and the Bears are going to have to keep up. I really like Kendall Wright to get a lot of targets in this one, and could be a solid wide receiver too. Okay, probably wide receiver three, but he might creep up there. Uh, moving on, I want to go into the Raiders versus the Titans. Okay, now I really like this matchup. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. I think it's uh, going to be very competitive. And for the Raiders, I have to go with Michael Crabtree. Uh, I really love Michael Crabtree in this offense. Derek Carr, he finds Crabtree open very often, and Crabtree has a nose for the end zone. What more do you want? And he's able to get open because teams have to watch Amari Cooper. Okay, the guy's a super talent, and you got you got to cover him. Okay, he's Cooper's being drafted as the one in the Oakland offense, but I think he's going to outperform. Uh, be outperformed, excuse me, by by Crabtree. And Crabtree's the guy I want. He's the guy that gets the red zone targets. He gets 
the eyes of Derek Carr more often than not and give me Crabtree to find the end zone in this one maybe a couple times. On the other side of the ball, look no farther than Richard Matthews. All right, Corey Davis is coming back, but they're talking about they want to ease him in, make sure he is 100%. You know, they don't want to re-aggravate any injuries. And he's ready to go for week one. But I like Matthews because he's got the rapport with Mariota. And to me, he's he is, not just to me, he is the wide receiver one on this team. And I don't think that's going to change this year. I think he's going to keep getting the looks because he has the trust and the Titans offense with the limited air targets that go around because they like to keep that ball on the ground. I think the top dog is going to be Richard Matthews. Start him. Moving on. We got uh, Bengals versus the Ravens. All right. Now, I'm picking the Bengals in this one. I've got Andy Dalton in most of my uh, DraftKings lineups this week, actually. And I think he's going to have a big week. The Ravens' defense, it's not what it used to be. It's okay, but it's not what it used to be. Dalton is criminally underrated as a viable fantasy quarterback. He's going to be unbelievable this year i mean when he's got all his weapons healthy around him he's been a consistent fantasy performer aj green has looked like a monster as usual and eifert is a dominant force when he's on the field okay he's looking like he probably he might be healthy ready to go joe mixon one of the most talented running backs if not the most talented running back in this draft class he demands respect on the ground and the Ravens are just going to have their hands full with all these weapons. And I think Dalton's going to take full advantage, starting with confidence. All right. He's getting the erroneous sports stamp of approval. I think he's going to have a huge opening week one. On the other side of the ball, someone who's kind of getting overlooked after a pretty good season last year at over 1,000 yards, Mike Wallace. Okay. There's not a lot of Ravens that I want to start this season, but Wallace... He's the one that I'm feeling best about, you know, that great year last year. He's getting a bunch of Flacco targets, and I think the rapport is going to stay strong, even with the addition of Macklin coming in. I just think that uh, Wallace is going to be the guy there. And there aren't that many options beyond that in this passing game that are going to be worth starting in your fantasy roster. Now, for the team, there are, but for your fantasy roster, I like Mike Wallace. You could start Macklin. He's a good value, but Wallace Wallace has the rapport. He knows the offense. He's ready to go. Let's move on to the Eagles and the Redskins. All right. This one, I mean, if both offenses come out looking like we expect, could be a pretty high-scoring affair. It's going to be a fun one to watch, I think. Uh, but watch out for Zach Ertz, the tight end out of Philadelphia. Uh, you know, the Redskins have had trouble containing tight ends, and I think Ertz is going to be a target leader in this offense this year. He showed a real rapport there the second half of last season with Carson Wentz. And Wentz is, this year, he's looking to make his presence felt in the league. And he's, Zach Ertz is just uber athletic, and I think he's going to carry Wentz over that threshold and make him one of the top quarterbacks in the league this year, regarded as. And I think he's in for a huge year. Starting week one, get your Zach Ertz, get him, put him in your lineup, and feel good about it. Okay? Other side of the ball, looked a little rough this preseason. You know, they, uh, Cousins and Pryor, a little out of sync. You know, we saw a little bit 
from Jamison Crowder. But the one guy that I actually liked uh, that looked pretty solid was Rob Kelly, the running back. And the Redskins offense in the preseason just looked putrid. It was it was terrible, okay? And Cousins wasn't connecting with his receivers, like I said. And it's just, it wasn't good. And, you know, while we're waiting for that rapport that needs a little bit more building time, a little more construction time, they got the hard hats, uh, Terrell Pryor and Kirk, you know, and Jordan Reed's coming off. He had a toe problem. He's coming off. We're waiting for him to get back to 100%. We're going to see what he looks like this week. And I think the skins are going to be in game management mode, just trying to stay in this thing, keep it close, and steal out that win. And that means Rob Kelly touches. Put him in if you got him. All right, moving on. Colts, Rams. Uh, Frank Gore is the one I want in the Colts because Andrew Luck, he's been ruled out of the season opener and is out for an undisclosed amount of time. Scott Tolzien... I mean, him being the starter drastically affects the wide receivers in this offense. Looking for Indianapolis to lean on the ageless wonder that is Frank Gore and keep them alive in this one, okay? He's going to get his touches. Volume is king. I've said it. And Frank Gore is definitely going to get his touches because I don't know that they want Tolzien to just be airing it out to these guys, all right? They've got great receivers, okay? Uh, Moncrief and T.Y. Hilton are both great receivers, but... Can Tolson give him the chance? I, I don't think he can. So start your Frank Gores. On the other side of the ball, we'll keep it on the ground. Obviously, Todd Gurley in the Rams offense. Uh, the offensive front here is much improved from last year, and I think the improvement up front is going to help Gurley uh, bounce back after having just a dismal 2016 season. And it's just... I think he's primed. He's coming back. He's going to be a viable running back, too, at the end of the year. High-end running back, too. And the Colts' defense is not in good shape. They're going to struggle to contain the run game. And Gurley is very talented, and I think he's going to take advantage of this situation. And he could be the RB1 in fantasy football after week one. That's my prediction. Todd Gurley, get him, start him, love him, hate him, put him in your lineup. Panthers, 49ers. Uh, Panthers have looked really good this preseason. We haven't seen a lot of Cam Newton coming off that shoulder surgery. But Cam Newton is the guy that I want starting week one, okay? I am a firm believer that Cam is in for his bounce back in 2017. I think he's going to get back in the groove. He's got some new weapons. Kelvin Benjamin is motivated. And Christian McCaffrey has shown that he can make big plays, so it's not going to be all on Cam to run these balls when plays break down. I think he's going to get the ball in McCaffrey's hands, and McCaffrey's going to make it happen. Cam's going to be fresher. Those legs are going to remain strong, and I think he's going to be a quarterback stud all year long. Start him. Start McCaffrey. Start Kelvin Benjamin. Loving this offense this season, and they're going to want to establish themselves as a force early on. And week one is going to be that first step. Other side of the ball, uh, Carlos Hyde. Okay, He's looked great as we enter the regular season. Maybe as good as he ever has to me. And the, 40, the 49ers brought in Shanahan. He's on the sidelines. 
he's going to help them get going full steam ahead. Okay, Brian Hoyer is a capable quarterback, and he's had the potential to give the wide receivers great opportunities to succeed. Okay, we saw it in Atlanta. He's going to do it here again. Hoyer, I really like Hoyer as a quarterback. We'll see if he becomes fantasy relevant. But, I mean, it might take a little bit of time to get rolling at full speed. You know, they got a big train. They got to get moving. Week one, I don't know if they're going to be moving full speed, but they're going to want to establish the run in this offense to be effective. They're going to want to get that mindset, and Hyde is going to get fed. Capitalize on the volume of Carlos Hyde. Do it. Do it. All right? Seahawks Packers. This is another matchup that I am very excited about. I think it's going to be a shootout. And the guy I want on the Seahawks offense, I mean, I think Paul Richardson sneakily has a good game, but I'm biased. You know, he's on a couple of my rosters. And since I took Mike Evans first round of all my drafts, here we are starting Paul Richardson, wide receiver one for me. But the one that I want you to have is Doug Baldwin, ideally, okay? Most experts, including myself, have Russell Wilson slated for just a huge year in 2017. And Baldwin, I think, is the number one player who will be impacted by this uptick in Wilson production this year. He's one of the best receivers in the league. He's got a great rapport with Russell Wilson. Packers secondary is not what it should be at all. And like I said, I see a shootout looming. Baldwin is going to get his in this matchup. Uh, start him. Start him and love it. Like it. Uh, other side of the ball, this one might surprise a few folks, okay? I'm going in on Randall Cobb week one. Seahawks secondary is great, okay? We can all agree on that, right? Right? Okay. Then... They're going to have their hands full, though. Aaron Rodgers slinging the rock all over the field. And, you know, they're going to handle Jordy Nelson. They got to handle Devontae Adams. Uh, the backfield situation, they got Ty Montgomery catching passes. And I could just see Rodgers finding Cobb in the end zone more than once in week one while uh, Seattle is distracted by all the other talent in this Green Bay offense. It's going to be a great game. Looking forward to it. Another interesting matchup here is Giants versus the Cowboys. And we all know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott, but he is playing in week one. And just in case you don't know, um, he was appealing a suspension. Suspension's been upheld, but we're waiting to see if it's going to be this season. It could be another Tom Brady kind of scenario where it gets put off uh, because of legal proceedings. I'm no expert on the legal proceedings, so bear with me on the explanation but it could be next season but all we know for now week one Ezekiel Elliott's going to be in the game and that definitely helps the Cowboys <clears throat> excuse me moving forward uh now the one I want for the Cowboys is Dak Prescott okay it's not Ezekiel Elliott it's Dak Prescott the quarterback okay the Giants defense is one of the best in the league in my opinion and they beat the Cowboys twice last season so you're like what why why would you want to start Dak Prescott? I don't understand. But the Cowboys are looking for redemption here. Okay? I think Prescott's going to shine. I think this is going to be a jumping off point to prove his eliteness and his future at being great at the quarterback position. And I like him to get it done, not only through the air, but I, want, I see him getting it done with his legs against the Giants. And I think the Cowboys are going to surprise a lot of people and beat the Giants. 
this weekend, and Dak Prescott is going to be their leader in that. Uh, on the other side of the ball, there's definitely a lot of talent. Uh, we're not sure. It's actually looking like I was reading on Twitter not too long ago. They're not too confident Odell is going to be on the field for this one. So I'm looking at Evan Ingram, okay? Odell's status is in question. So you might think Sterling Shepard, you might think Brandon Marshall, okay? But they're both they're both going to be slight benefactors. We don't know if Marshall's going to play. Shepard uh, looks like he's going to play, but you know he was a little banged up in the preseason in practice. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be used in the capacity that Engram is here, okay? He's maybe the most talented tight end in the draft class, and. I mean, the Cowboys struggle to lock down tight ends. I think they have a spotty secondary, and Ingram is a top talent. Manning has already shown that he has an eye for Evan Ingram this preseason. He's been targeting him. He's an athletic freak. They can line him up all over the field. It's going to be a great season watching Evan Ingram evolve, and I think he's going to get open in this one, and Eli's going to find him, start him. Evan Ingram, week one, do it. Moving on. Let's go Saints. Let's go Vikings. Okay. Getting into the later games, Monday night. And I like Kobe Fleener on the Saints offense this week. I know I'm not the first one to say it, but I'm jumping right on the train. Willie Sneed is suspended after a DUI. And all those targets, they got to go somewhere. Those Drew Brees targets. And uh, the Vikings defense is very stout, okay? It's going to be tough for Breeze to find those wide receivers open, those talented. I mean, how can you not find Michael Thomas open, right? But Sneed targets have to go somewhere, and I think Fleener is going to be the primary benefactor of Sneed's absence. Breeze is going to get rushed by this offense, and that's right where Kobe Fleener is going to be, coming across the middle of the field. And maybe not a stellar showing. He might not set the world ablaze, but volume is king once again, and he's going to have some volume here. On the Saints side of the ball, excuse me, the Vikings side of the ball, I like Dalvin Cook, okay? My boy out of FSU coming in. I think he's has the potential to be rookie of the year, at least at the running back position. And... You know, he's been featured as the workhorse for all of preseason. He's shown he can get it done. And he has the potential, I mean, if he starts with the Saints, to have a huge game here. You know, their defense has improved, but Cook is going to show that college playmaking ability. All right, he's adjusted well to the NFL. It's going to show up, okay? He's going to light up these front lines in uh, New Orleans, and he's going to light it up in open space, okay? When Cook is in open space, we watched it all of his Florida State career. He knows how to make plays. He knows how to get down the field. His stock is rising. It's going to continue to do so. Hang on to him. Start him. It's going to be a great season for Cook, all right? The last matchup I want to get into here is the Denver and the Chargers game, okay? That's the L.A. Chargers and the Denver Broncos. Keenan Allen, he's back, okay? Can't be more excited about it. I had him a couple years ago, and then he went down with the lacerated kidney. Oh, my heart broke for it. I never knew that was something uh, that could happen. I never, I don't, I couldn't recall ever seeing that before, and it was just, it was just awful. He was on pace to be just a monster. 
fantasy asset, and he is a monster fantasy asset when he's healthy. And it appears that he's back to moving at 100%, and Rivers is going to be targeting his top talent in this offense. He loves Keenan Allen. He knows Keenan can catch the ball. He's going to get a ton of targets, and I think they're going to pick up where they left off last year. Uh, he got hurt in game one, but he was looking great until he got hurt. So until I see something, when he's on the field, he's great. Until I see something different, I want him when he's on the field. And I don't care if it is the Broncos defense, okay? He's going to get the targets. He's going to make plays. Start him, okay? You should also be starting C.J. Anderson on Denver's side of the ball, okay? The quarterback situation here, I mean, it's not the most preferable one that you that you could want, right? I mean, you got Trevor Simeon. He's not terrible, all right? But he isn't the best either, right? So, I mean, he's not going to be connecting. They're not going to be throwing it all the time, like, you know, with Peyton Manning years. And the Broncos are a run-first offense, and they're going to want to stay that way. Anderson's going to be the workhorse back, in my opinion. You know, Jamal Charles looked pretty healthy. But I think Anderson, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be that three-down back, okay? And... I know I sound like a broken record. Volume is king. He's going to get a ton of touches. This contest is going to be good. It's going to be close, and the Broncos are going to want to manage the Chargers' pass rushers. Okay, They're not going to want Simeon to get sacked, and they're going to give the ball to C.J. Anderson. I think he's going to have a pretty decent game. I don't know if he's going to be a top wide, uh, excuse me, top running back one, but I think you can get high running back two numbers, low running back one numbers from C.J. Anderson week one. And that wraps up all the matchups from this week. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to visit the site. That's erroneoussports.com, A-A-R-O-N-E-O-U-S, sports.com. And follow us on Twitter at Erroneous Sports, Instagram, Facebook, we're always on there, and you can ask questions. Uh, you can find out all the latest updates, and hopefully we'll be able to bring them to you once a week with this podcast. Uh, but when you visit the site, make sure to check out the Oracle. You can submit questions via email. You know, if you're not on social media, that's fine. You know, it's your prerogative. We got the use them and lose them on the site, and, you know, letting you know who you should use, who you want in your lineups every week, the best players for it, and who you need to just put on the bench. Say, hey, grab some time. And, and you're waiting till next week, all right? Maybe you're getting dropped, all right? You're on the naughty list. And check out the rankings, constantly being updated. We've got tiered rankings. We've got positional rankings. And we've got great analysis from some of the best minds in the business. Be sure to check it all out, erroneousports.com. And thank you for... Joining me today, you know, I feel like it was a pretty successful show. You know, it's the first one. It's gonna get better. Um, I'm new to the podcasting thing. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I'm some podcast expert, but I like to think that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to fantasy football. And looking forward to being back with you guys again. I appreciate it. Take it easy.